0: Hello and welcome to You Are The Salt, a podcast for Christian female leaders and entrepreneurs. Whether you're starting out in your career or your business or already on that journey, I believe that this podcast can be the source of encouragement that you have been looking for. This episode will be with your host, as always, Louis Luaya. So I did a speech or I did a talk online, um, a few weeks ago and it was for a the younger self project and essentially I was talking about what I'll tell my younger self about confidence and just kind of what I learned from being in from my teens up until my early 20s kind of like reflection on that what I would tell my younger self um now I know not everybody who listens to me is in their late tw- teens or you know early 20s but I still thought that some of the things, some of the points I made were really vital. I'll speak on those, but I also kind of want to focus on on a couple of things within the points that I made. As I got older and as, as I was growing up, I realised that there was actually, like confidence means something different to, to a lot of people. And what people perceive as confidence is dependent on, I guess, maybe their upbringing the values and their experiences but I'll give you the actual definition of confidence so confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities qualities and judgment so yeah so you can see it's very much about trusting yourself and your abilities but I guess for me when I was in my late teens like say 18 confidence to me was if I saw someone and I And I thought they were confident. It was normally the person who was like the loudest person in the room. The person who people really gravitated to. Somebody who was just maybe very outgoing, very extroverted, very people-centered. That was what I thought confidence was. And I guess my confidence queen, I don't want to use the word idol, but I feel like, yeah, my confidence person when I was younger was like Beyoncé. Like Beyonce to me was confidence because the the way she was able to perform on the stage, the way that she was able to command that attention, the way that she was able to just do everything and do it well and not look self-conscious or anything. I know she's a performer, but she really has this presence that I feel like not every single person has um, and by person I meant like not many performers you know had at that time, and I just felt like she was super confident to me and if I wanted to be confident I would think Beyonce (laughs) but like I said yeah so for me confidence was very much performance driven performance driven in the sense of the way that you appear to other people so as I got older I realized actually there's about three different types there's the external so the way that you express yourself how open that you are with people you know how carefree you come across maybe the way that you walk into a room The fact that you're able to give people eye contact the way you stand like the the things that you see and you say this person's confident that was kind of just like the level of confidence that I was exposed to and then there's the confidence where it's like you're confident in your capabilities which I guess is actually more so aligned with um, the real uh, definition of self-confidence so you believe you know you believe in your skills you believe in your abilities you know like for instance like you're good at really good at sport you know that you're really good at singing or you're really smart you have that confidence in yourself and you know like if someone was to ask you to do something you're like yeah I got that I can do that for you yep yep no worries (laughs) and then you have the third one which is your internal confidence so this is more so um I know this is more so in the lines of self esteem and I know people like to make the def- the differences or distinctions between self-esteem and confidence but I actually feel they go hand hand in hand and it's useful to be able to have self esteem and to be confident. If you can put those together, that's per like you're good to go. So, yeah, how comfortable you are with yourself, how comfortable you are in certain environments, um, is more the internal, and then also within internal has the aspect of self-esteem, as I was saying. So the way that you think about yourself, whether you like yourself, the wor- the self-worth that you put on yourself. I think when you're younger or when you have you don't have as much experience of life, you focus more so on just the external, looking confident, looking like you know what you're doing, you know but you it's important to have the the external confidence and to understand how to get people to trust you just based on them kind of being around you like yeah she seems confident it's great to be able to have that but it's also great to have true confidence in your capabilities um and I think with this one it's very difficult because in some ways it's almost like you either have it or or you don't you're either good at singing or you're not or you're either good at sports or you're not you know there's that thing of you either have it or you don't but I think it's important to know that we all are on a journey and I think so I'll give an example so I was coaching someone the other day and they really don't believe in themselves they really feel that they don't have any capabilities which I think is absolutely wrong because every single person has capabilities. Every single person has things that they are good at. We need to get that straight. We need to understand that we all have things that we can do. We're all capable of doing things. So to some people, you might be extremely smart. You might be extremely intelligent and able to do math, science, whatever subject that you know, matter that you're good at it might that it might be your thing, but other people are more so good at more social things. They're good at listening, and for listening, for instance, listening is so important in coaching. Who who would have told me that? I mean, I didn't know that listening was actually a good skill and it could be useful for something. Listening is actually a really vital skill when it comes to certain things when it comes to coaching it's important to be able to listen um also another thing so for instance some people are really good at encouraging people encouraging is actually a skill that you can use in a job and you can make money from there's so many people that do uh, motivational speaking there's so many people that are coaches are trainers you know even big large organizations the organization I work for they have internal coaches (laughs) I've recently started working and doing things with them actually but they have internal coaches and so you can actually use these skills of encouraging of listening they can go into different um job roles they can go into different things and they can actually also be business ideas that you can use so each one of us have capabilities you just need to get to know yourself you need to understand yourself get to know yourself um one thing i would suggest is doing so there's a wheel of life um chart that you can get on the internet um what i'll do is i'll create one for you for you guys uh, that you can download but you can have a wheel, a wheel of life that you can really help you reflect on all the different areas of your life. Things that you want to improve on. But I also want to add an aspect to that wheel of life of, like, really focusing on your skills and your strengths. What are your skills and the strengths? I think when people say they, they don't have any capabilities, it's because they're literally thinking of everything that they're not good at. Oh, I'm really bad at at this. I'm not very good at writing. I can't, you know, I'm not organised you know, there's so many people, there is a level of organisation that you need, but there's so many people that are in jobs, you know, more creative roles where they don't necessarily need to be super, super organised. They just have to be, have a level of organisation that allows them to achieve their goal. So capabilities is a big one. You need to be able to know what you're you're capable of. And say, if you truly feel that you have no capabilities that you just aren't really good at a lot of things start to look at the things that you are interested in what is your interest what do you like doing do you like watching youtube do you like drawing do what, what kind of things do you enjoy and start building yourself up there's no point of um just wallowing in your feelings and wallowing in your pain and saying i can't do this i'm not good at this i'm not good in that that just means that you maybe you have to start from scratch. And it it feels horrible, especially, say, if you're 21 and everyone's graduated and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm having to start afresh, or maybe you're 28 and you're having to seemingly start afresh. Like, doesn't matter. I think at this point, and with all this pandemic going on, most of us are kind of starting from page one again in our lives, but you need to start from somewhere and just start building on maybe, say, your interests, like I'm saying. If you feel like you have no capabilities, start building on your interests and really start getting to yourso- yourself to a position where you can actually start getting paid for that, where you can go and get a job in that industry. And just think holistically as well. So if you have a goal, if you've got a dream that you, you want to pursue, how long, maybe that will take you a few years to get there. Have a job, have a main job and make sure that you're you know, making money so that you can actually fund your career or you're getting, even if you get a very entry position in a a major company that you want to be in. So long as you're in that company and you're making strides and movements and connections to get yourself to that level that you want to be at so that you can get that position that you want to get in an organisation, then you have to do it. Like you have to just take accountability for your life with this one you know you have to take accountability for your life there's just no one else who is going to live your life for you there's no one else who is going to um be capable for you you have to do what it takes and by you by me saying you have to do what it takes it means you literally have to do what it takes if it takes you having to get a coach get a coach if it takes you having to Email 100 people to get a mentor, that's what you have to do. If it takes you having to pay people to get a mentor, that's what you have to do. You need to do something different to get a different result. If you feel that in your life you keep failing and failing and failing, that means that you have to try something new. Okay, so let's go on to the internal and kind of your mindset, the way that you feel about yourself, that type of thing. So with this one, I think it's really important to know that the way that you feel about yourself, the thoughts that you have, actually really affect, 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 affect <laughs> your life. It affects the decisions that you make. It, it also affects your enjoyment. So you might be extremely capable, and you might be the most talented singer. And you know, okay, let's use a different example that maybe most people listening to would be able to connect to so let me use the example of you are a business analyst and you're extremely good at your job you're extremely good at being a business analyst and you know everybody tells you 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 know you're good you're able to do this you're able to do that but feel that you are actually worth you're worthless you feel that you not a valuable person. You have this internal feeling that you're not good enough. You know, no matter how many people tell you that you are good at this or that you have this capability, that you're really smart, you're really good. If you don't sort out your internal thought process, your internal life, you will never be able to enjoy your life. You will never be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor you will never be able to truly connect with other people on a level that you can connect with so i'll give an example as well another example so if your internal thought process is i don't trust people or people are always going to hurt me you will see that in every aspect of your life you might start reacting Or treating people in a way that pushes them away because you already internally believe that people are not trustworthy so now you're acting that out because you don't think they're trustworthy so you really keep your you really put a distance between you and sometimes maybe people are trustworthy and you're limiting yourself another example of how um, your internal mindset or life can affect your 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 internal mindset can affect your life is also your um limiting beliefs in terms of like your imposter syndrome sometimes having a low self-esteem i think can affect you having this imposter syndrome because there's absolutely no logical reason why if you're you have the capabilities if you're externally confident why you would start to think i can't you know why how did i get to this position how am i here I'm just faking it. Why would you think that? Unless you think less of yourself. Why should someone else? Why should Sally? Why should uh, Mutale, Why should um, I'm just thinking of random names? Abisoye. Let's let's say um, achieve this thing, and you don't achieve that thing. Why should they be able to achieve so many different things in life, and you would be happy, and you'd never think they don't deserve that, but you would think oh my goodness how did I get here? I don't deserve this why do you think that it's because you need to sort your thinking out you need to sort the way that you think you need to sort also your self-esteem out and the ways that I suggest doing this is definitely getting a therapist you know you can get a therapist and they can help you deal with the way that you think you can do cognitive uh, behavioral therapy and that really helps you kind of Think think about the way that you think and think about why you think that way and it helps you think of a new way of thinking so you can actually achieve the right results that you want there's all different types of therapies you can look into the ones that work for you but I would suggest getting therapy definitely yeah I think that's probably the best way you can also do other things like maybe online courses that are to do with your mindset and building your self-esteem there's also information on the internet, you know, the NHS have information about self-esteem and things like that, I will be doing a topic or a podcast just solely focused on how we can increase our self-esteem or how we can improve our self-esteem and our our, our thought process because I think it's really important in being an overall confident person but also just enjoy how how we can also enjoy our lives because a lot of our mental thought processes affect our life and how we enjoy it and if we're happy and if we're sad and if we're angry like it really has a knock-on effect in in so many areas of, of our life yeah so I would definitely say that make sure that you work on these three things if you want to to be confident and if you also want to enjoy your life a lot more and enjoy the things that God has given you the abilities that God has given you the people in your life that God has given you I definitely recommend doing those three things one thing that I found really useful is um, as I became more interested in reading the Bible and growing my faith was really meditating on the words of God and really meditating on certain verses which make me know that you know I am loved by God that I have a purpose that I am good at things you know all those things three different aspects of confidence so that, you know, you have that rounded ability to be confident. So I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. That's a great one. Also knowing that you can um, look to God whenever things are going wrong is also a really, really good one. So I think there's so many different verses that you can look at and I would really recommend you diving in and you actually looking for things that will affect your life and change your life for the better. Thank you so much for listening in. would love it if you could share this podcast with anybody that needs to hear it. If you'd like to connect with us, do find us on www.kingdomlifecoach.co.uk. If you've got any questions, do email us on info at kingdomlifecoaching.co.uk. So we'll catch you in the next episode. And always remember that you are the salt.